welcome to Cosmos Science Daily, where journalists the Cosmos Newsroom report on the latest research and discoveries and explain the science behind the headline news. Today's newsroom journalist and evolutionary biologist, Kamaria Nasrula, is talking to us about whether rhythm might actually be genetic, with yours truly, Dr. Sophie Calabretto, applied mathematician and fluid mechanist who might have some groove, but it's deep, deep, deep down in her heart. So, are you a dancing queen or do you have two left feet? Turns out that keeping to the beat is partly due to our genetics. Kamaria, what is going on here? Yeah, so this is based on a genome-wide association study and where instead of targeting a single gene, scientists looked at a bunch of genes across the human genome and tried to link these to beat synchronisation abilities. The study involved over 600,000 participants who were all asked to answer the question, can you clap in time with a musical beat? And Kamaria, hopefully there was an experimental component to catch out all those liars who said that they could clap in time to the beat but in fact can't. Yeah, so some of the participants were also included in some beat synchronisation experiments and one of these was to tell the rhythm apart. So they played a bunch of different drum beats and had to guess whether they were the same or different beats. And then another one was trying to tap in time with a beat. Okay, and so what were the results? I was surprised by this, but of the participants asked if they could clap in time with the musical beat, over 90% of them said yes. Liars. <laughs> but from those other two experiments, those who said yes also scored higher in both the rhythm perception and the tapping synchrony experiments. Okay, and so did they see this reflected in our genes after all? Yeah, so they found that 69 genes across the human genome showed significant difference between these rhythmic and arrhythmic participants. And the gene BRK2 had the strongest association. And this gene's linked previously to behavioural and psychiatric traits, including depression, schizophrenia and developmental delay. And this suggests that there might be a biological link between our beat synchronisation ability and our neurodevelopment. Okay, that's super interesting. Was that the only association they found? So there were also several physiological traits that were associated with these beat synchronisation genetics, including processing speed, grip strength, which would help hold a guitar, for example, uh, our usual walking pace, which might have something to do with our rhythm, and peak respirometry flow. So that would be helpful for karaoke, for example. (laughs) These physiological traits might be linked to the evolution of language and sociality through music in early humans, for example. Okay, so this is all really interesting, but how can this kind of research help? So for modern humans, our ability to keep the beat may help to predict developmental speech-language disorders, for example. So as many as 50 to 70% of children who have a speech-language disorder might also have one family member who struggles with this disorder also. So there seems to be a genetic component Mm -hmm. uh, to this. And so this might help prepare families for upcoming challenges. And is this going to pave the way to a range of sort of rhythm-based therapies? So there already are a range of rhythm-based therapies happening, but this just adds to the evidence that it's beneficial. And these help with motor rehabilitation in a wide range of issues such as Parkinson's disease, stroke, cerebral palsy, traumatic brain injury and multiple sclerosis, as well as ageing in general. And some of the therapies might 
be something like walking to a beat, clicking to a beat, kind of like the Dance Dance Revolution game you play in an arcade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or making a beat or doing exercising using different muscles that need rehabilitation. And it's been shown that these rhythm-based therapies do improve motor functions such as balance, performance, gait velocity and stride, and also reduce recurrence of falls. And it also helps improve the mood and perception of quality of life and mental health of these patients. So there's a lot of important non-motor benefits as well. Wow, that's really amazing. I had no idea about any of that. But I think that some of our listeners will really want to know the answer to what I can only assume is an important question for them. Can you get better at dancing with this? So there is some level of plasticity in humans learning new skills. So you could potentially improve your rhythm through dance or music classes. You might never get on Dancing with the Stars, for example, and may not be able to reach the same potential as those people who are gifted with the groove, but you could still definitely improve. Perfect. So there you go. Groovers in the jeans. Thank you to everyone for listening and be sure to keep an ear out for our next installment of Cosmos Science Daily. This podcast was brought to you by Cosmos, a publication of the Royal Institution of Australia. Ever wondered how old the Earth is and how we know? Or exactly how popping candy works? From Listener and Cosmos magazine comes Huh? Science Explained, a weekly podcast where we answer all of life's questions, big and small. No lab coats required. And we'll do it in 10 minutes or less. Search Huh? Science Explained. Download the Listener app now and listen for free. Listener.